0: And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the sound of the first-ever beer opened on the first-ever episode of the Fumble Rooski podcast. I'm Spencer Krimsky, along with my buddy Fernando Marca. Fernando, introduce yourself, say something funny.
1: What's up, guys? It's Fernando over here. And that sound you heard is the favorite sound I hear any time of the day, anytime I want to feel better. Nothing better than a fresh can of beer being opened.
0: We all know that makes everybody feel better, and that means there's nothing better than beer combined with football. It is the first Sunday of the NFL season. I could not be more excited. seems like Fernando just opened up his own beer as well. So we're having a good time here on Fumble Brewski. Uh, Just for you guys to know, this is going to be your new favorite podcast, Honest Football Talk. No sensors, no filters, just football and a little bit of beer. And by a little bit, I mean probably a lot of it. So without further ado... We're gonna jump right into our first segment. We know that with football comes fantasy football. Me and Fernando have been in the league for what
1: seven years now, Fernando. Yeah, seven years now. We're twenty-two years old. So we, uh, Spencer, just finished college. I'm on my last year, and we've been in this league since sophomore year of high school. It's a pretty interesting league with our buddies. Highly competitive, twelve man. You know, none of this ten or eight man. Don't even catch me with that four man crap. But, why don't you
0: tell him? Why don't you tell him how much? Better I've been than you in the past. Well, by better you mean Spencer
1: (laughs) has lost the league more times than anybody in the league. Um, So, (laughs) it's a 12-man, so we do have a little punishment system. So, first place gets the benefit of slapping last place as hard across the face as they want. Video recording is obviously allowed, and there's no retaliation whatsoever.
0: And just for your information, that first, very first inaugural season, I'll say it wasn't my best work. And Fernando did have his best work, so he got to slap me across the face. Actually made me bleed a little bit. Uh, and that video will be posted to our Twitter, at FumbleRuski, so make sure you go check it out and give it a like. So I think the now, only
1: thing crazier than that slap, Spence, was the fact that I went 14-2. and two, You went 2-14. and 14, And the, I only beat you two twice. <laughs> games, the only two games I lost that season were to Spencer. I don't know how but it made the slap so much better than my only (laughs) two L's. I got to hit him across the face for it. I could have gone undefeated, undefeated in fantasy, an unheard of feat, but you just had to get in the way, Spence. I'll tell you what. That's what keeps me
0: going in this league. I'm telling you, this no matter how good or how bad I'm doing, I know I've got at this least is one like or two guaranteed the wins against you. The and that, and that's good enough for me right right man. Now. Somehow.
1: Somehow. <laughs>
0: and now that you guys know a little bit more about our qualifications to give you fantasy football advice, we're going to move right into our first – our first segment that we like to call You're Welcome for this fantasy advice because that's what you'll be saying to us once you win in your leagues every week after listening to this podcast. So first, we're just well, going to go through some, some usually people that a we think are going to break out and some people you really so you know, should be I'm sitting. Fernando, why to kick it off with people like you're excited a about this week.
1: Or if you're a matchup or a streamer guy, I've got a guy for you. You may have heard of the famous stash, the Minshew Mania. Uh, I think Gardner Minshew this year. Yes, the Jags have traded everyone. They have no defensive players. Yes, they have no running situation. (laughs) By all means, they are probably going to shoot for a top three pick. But we all know fantasy wins don't matter. All that matters is statistics. Passing yards, Jay Gruden is going to have to let Gardner Minshew air it out. There's no other option. They don't keep up with the Colts this weekend if they don't. And I, he's got some decent legs, too. He can get some points on the ground. You know, those rushing yards are key for quarterbacks. And I think he's just going to chuck it up to DJ Chark all day, man. Like, they're going to be bound by 10, 20 points, and they're going to need to air it out. I could see Gardner Mitchell having a decent week this week. He's projected for, like, 17. I can see him hitting 22, 24. Be a nice little way to start off your season, eh? Okay,
0: okay, let's be real. Lamar Jackson is projected for 22 Min to 24, Choo so I wouldn't mention that same category. We talked You're about welcome. this before the show, Fernando. I think that's a pretty bad pick. So I'm just gonna apologize. I'm just gonna apologize in advance. <laughs> I'm just gonna apologize in advance to everybody that takes that advice. But you know, if the stash does carry some magical powers, go for it. Play Gardner Minshew at your own risk. Um, For my people, my players that I'm excited about, I'm going with two wide receivers here, both going to benefit from injuries in the last few days to their teams. First up, the rookie Jerry Judy out of Alabama. Hey, man, Deshaun Hamilton's lot. Going down, Jerry Judy's only competition is what, Tim Patrick, maybe? Um, So he should, okay, Tim Patrick and Deshaun Hamilton. Those are his two competitors against the first-round draft pick, who's probably one of the most highly-touted wide receivers coming out of Alabama in recent years. Uh, So I think he gets his fair share share of targets today and really gets a chance to to prove why he should be a starting wide receiver on that team. So I'm going to play him. And then my other pick is Marvin Jones Jr. With Kenny Galladay out, they already basically split wide receiver one duties. So with Galladay out, that means Marvin Jones gets at least another three or four uh, targets this game and he's pretty good at bringing them down. He's been a proven wide receiver in the league. Also catches his fair share of touchdowns. So playing against the Chicago Bears today, I don't think it's Before gonna I get be a very high-scoring game, named two players but little bit of a little bit of not little bit of a little
1: bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of a little questionable. Our reports will be coming out soon, but if a little not play, you can always throw a little dart at a little Scotty Miller, you know. He is going to be the second head to feed, well, third if you include Gronk, but it is going to be a high shootout today, <laughs> a high shootout today in, in the Dome, you know, Brady versus Breeze, I could see Scotty Miller catching a little touchdown. I'm shot. in I'll on Scotty Miller. Deep flex if you lost Mike <laughs> Evans or Kenny Galladay. Exactly, exactly, man. Well, if we go back to sits, though. Hey, can't uh, ask for more than play- six or it's seven exactly points. That means he did sit. his job. I would job. say it's more of expectations. <laughs> I know a lot of us saw Melvin Gordon getting signed to the Broncos and thought, hey, it's just time to get away from Austin Eckler. Unfortunately, he stepped right into a situation where Philip Lindsay is a highly underrated back man. Like, it's ridiculous to say he's a UDFA. He's done his part the last two years. Been a grinder for the Broncos. He's added on weights. Looked great in training camp. Meanwhile, Melvin has been banged up a bit, missed some practices. I think it's going to be a very 50-50 split, and especially with Corlin Sutton out, I just don't see the running lanes opening that much, and it's just going to matter who gets that touch near the goal line. And if it's Lindsey, that just shoots Melvin Gordon's day. You're going to start him if you have him, but I would say temporary expectations, low in RB2. Throw him at a flex if you can.
0: I... I actually agree with you there. I know almost everybody's going to start Melvin Gordon if they have him, which is not your own fault, but I'd just be a little bit wary just because we don't really know what the split's going to be with him, and Lindsey, with him and Lindsey, and we know Philip Lindsey is pretty capable of putting up some good numbers and taking advantage of his opportunities. So if he gets a hot hand early on, who knows how much action Gordon will see or how many uh, touches he'll see throughout the game. I'm also going to focus on a running back who used to be a little bit wary about and that's On Johnson on the other side of the Lions offense. Uh, one, I think Matt Stafford's going to throw the ball a decent amount. And two, with DeAndre Swift coming in, there's really no telling how much, uh, what the actual split is going to be between Swift and on Johnson. So I'd just be a little bit wary. I don't think he's going to get a whole lot of touches. Probably a, li- um, a little bit fewer than he got last season. And he wasn't even a high workload guy last season. Uh, so I'd just be a little bit wary of Carry On Johnson, maybe play him as a flex, maybe even risk agree. risk Spencer, benching I him that's the case uh, in the favor of Detroit somebody else, but just Swift, just be aware Carry on Johnson Kerryon might Johnson, not be your best bet whether today you at right now. This
1: is twenty sixteen and you picked up Adrian Peterson. Um any of those guys that you really have to shake out for the carries. They even have Ty Johnson back there who did pretty decent last year. It's good it's they got a lot of heads, you know, really want to shake it out, see how the carries get divided. I do think Swift by the end, mid-season to the end of the season, should have that job locked down. But he was banged up in training camp too, so we just gotta really see how that shakes out.
0: I agree. I mean, they're both. I think they're both pretty good running backs. So it's just gonna depend on, yeah, who's healthier, who's been showing the most progress throughout uh, the season in practice, and who performs well in the game. So, so it's really up for grabs right now in Detroit so we'll see who comes down with that job. Uh, now we're going to move on to some game picks and for the sake of time we're not going to go through every game cuz I know not everybody wants to hear about every game. So we're going to keep our top 5 or 6 matchups to look forward to starting with of course our favorite team the Miami Dolphins taking on the New England Patriots in Foxborough. The start I mean, of the era. Fernando, right now, I know, know we're both rooting for the Dolphins uh, but I got to tell you not, I'm not I'm not too hopeful for a time, W here. He
1: cheated once again. Um, I digress, but yeah, man. As big as Dolphins fans we are, you know, big Miami boys. Uh, I just <laughs> again, <laughs> I want to say Brian Flores has a team riled up that we've made the changes that Fitzpatrick is ready to dominate. The defense is ready to lock it down, but it's Bill Belichick, it's Josh McDaniels. They've definitely got some nice schemes lined up. They want a statement. They they've heard of the oh what can Brady do without Belichick? No way. Bill lets himself lose in a home opener like that. And Cam Newton, man, I was terri- I'm terrified of him. I'm big Cam Newton guy. I've been watching him grind all offseason. The gospel music, the black and white videos. He is locked in, dialed in. I could see him getting comeback player of the year. For him to be on the Patriots was my worst fear, and it's come true. I think it's going to be closer than people expect, but I just don't see Bill losing this one, man. There's a reason I have to crack a beer open at 11 in the I got to say, man. the
0: Patriots just keep finding ways to make sure that we, as Dolphins fans, are just unhappy. And it happens... <laughs> <laughs> exactly It happens every year And it's probably going to happen for many more years in the future But I do agree I think the Dolphins keep it closer than most people think I think we have a pretty good second half And kind of kind of fade away there A uh, pretty good first half And kind of fade away there in the second half um, I think we're an improved team I think Cam Newton is a very underrated quarterback right now Even though he was absolute ass last year He still like is an MVP caliber talent When he plays well so I'm pretty scared of him. Um, and as much as I would love to see that whole era start off with just a whole bunch of drama. You not, know, Cam Newton isn't the quarterback you think he is. Bill Belichick happens. can't do it without Brady. I just don't think it's going to happen this week. So so that's, that's that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wouldn't bet on it. Yeah. Um, we're going to move on to the next game. That's the Cleveland Browns at the Baltimore Ravens. Now, this over/under is set at forty-eight and a half points. I'm thinking this goes over that. I think a lot of points will be scored in this game. But at the end of the day, I think the Ravens' offense is just too the, powerful. I
1: think the Ravens. Lamar can definitely hold just up just to too their good, half the and there are too under. many questions with the Browns. I want to see what the Browns' uh, offense That's is my going take. To be like man, definitely Ravens are going to take this game. Um, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, bro, reigning MVP, the boy, straight out of Pompano. Um. I love him, you know, love the team, love the mojo. Browns, you know, I loved Baker Mayfield coming into the league. Was shocked, as everyone was, when he was taking number one overall. But this is year three, man. He's got to really step it up, you know. This is where he proves to Cleveland, I'm the guy for sure, or am I just another rotating Cleveland quarterback, man? Jarvis is coming off a, a surgery. We'll see how the passing offense looks. Added Hayden Hurst, nice new weapon. Still got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt there, Backfold riches. So if they can keep up with the Ravens, I can easily see this game staying in the, in the over area, 50, 60 points. But at it all, it's that big if. If they've got to start chucking it up and they start being more pass, less balanced, it could get tougher, Baker out there.
0: Either way, I think we both agree that the Ravens come out with a W here. They're just a better team. But if you do want a bold <laughs> prediction, I think Odell catches a touchdown and then makes some comment yeah, d- about the quote-unquote shit I think he's Odell been going through. I think Odell has a nice game today. I do not see <laughs> shit that, that he's statistics. having to deal with. That's my bold prediction, so you watch for it in the post-game presser. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Whether it's Odell or on Odell. <laughs> yeah,
0: somebody else will drop to a deuce later but that that's that's for his, his private time so we're I, it, someone is dropping a deuce today um, we're gonna move on uh we don't need to talk about jets versus bills all you need to hear about that is jeTS suck 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 uh, but we'll get to that game a little bit later on in the podcast for now we're gonna skip ahead to the Battle of the birds Seahawks versus the Falcons I think this is a tight game. And uh, as good as Russell Wilson is, he just really turns it on in the fourth quarter. Even when it doesn't look like it's going to happen, it just happens. Uh, I think the Falcons are better than they were last year, but I think the Seahawks know how to win. Yeah, and man, I think that's every the difference. time I feel in like this the game, birds it'll be a playing, close game, it's three points or less. The Eagles, but the Seahawks, Seahawks take it. Falcons, in Atlanta. Any
1: of those combinations is always just a nice game to watch, man. It's always battle of the birds, and it's. Especially with these two teams, it's a high-scoring affair. you got on one side, you got Matty Ice leading, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and a hungry Todd Gurley ready to eat. It is traded for Hayden Hurst. You know they've got some nice weapons out there. On the flip, you've got the magician himself, Russell Wilson. I'm not a naysayer on Russell, but I do downplay him a little bit. I think he's a little overly talented. Still a top 10, easy quarterback. But... Nah, he's, like Spencer said, he's just another another man in in the fourth quarter, man. One of the top court, QBRs in the fourth quarter, man. He's got the fourth quarter drives, the magic. We've seen it all. And he's got the healthy Tyler Lockett back. He got DK Metcalf in a year or two about to pop off. It's going to be a shootout. I would hammer the over if I were you guys. But, nah, Seahawks are going to take it, man. Whether it's late, whether it's early, it's their game, man. Their game to lose.
0: I gotta tell you, I kind of, I kind of agree he's, with you. I'm not the biggest Russell Wilson fan. I think he is a little too like overly hyped sometimes. Uh, but at the end of the day, I do think he's a winner, and he knows he knows how to do that uh, better than anyone else in the fourth quarter, possibly. So, so that's why I think he takes these close games, and that's why the Seahawks hey man, are known the past for taking Russell, these fourth quarter games because at the end of the day, nice they're clutch. Uh, and action, that's all pass, that honey. needs to happen for them.
1: If you you force him to stay in, he's gonna just light you up deep ball, man. It's it's kind of scary.
0: Oh, exactly. So now we're gonna hopefully, hopefully to DK Metcalf because I'm starting him today. So that's the goal. <laughs> so we're gonna move on to the four o'clock games to another what should be a close game Packers and I am versus Vikings, sh- divisional rivals. A- uh, I think this is a pretty it, close I'm, game. How do you see it playing it out?
1: Any day of the week. I'm so sad that they didn't support him better, man. The fact that you go from Devontae Adams to Alan Lazard at wide receiver is going to hurt him, man. I think. Yes, I think it's going to be closer now that um, it's going to be a little close, but nah, (laughs) the Vikings are just too powerful, man. Dalvin Cook just signed that big contract. He's ready to feast. Their defense is still still pretty decent, man, and they just got the weapons. I want to say Rodgers could pull it up late, but – I still in the scenario, I see them winning. I could see a late fourth quarter comeback, but besides that, it's the Vikings game to lose, man.
0: I got to say, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers did to the Packers or who he got on the wrong side of, but they are really trying to get him out of there for some reason. He's so good. He's only been good for them. And instead of drafting the wide receivers that they clearly desperately need, they go and draft a backup quarterback who's going to take his job eventually. So they're, they're really giving him a big fuck you right now. Um, that being said, he is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. Still not quite as good as he once was, but still a threat uh, no matter what. That being said, I do know that the Vikings have all the pieces right now They've got good running backs. They've got good receivers. They have a pretty average, but but doable quarterback. Um, Skull. And I think they'll take this close game. Plus, my boss is a diehard Vikings fan. So if he hears that I don't pick the Vikings, I might get fired. So, let's go with the Vikings on this one. Skull, exactly. <laughs> um, we're gonna move on to the debut of Joey Burrows against the Los Angeles Chargers. Tyrod Taylor. I gotta say. I think the Chargers are gonna lose this one. I think Jerry Burrow has a nice debut, a good introduction to the NFL. That being said, we talked about it earlier. The Bosa brothers, uh, he's gonna get he's gonna get smacked at least Look, once. Spencer died. Just, like, we went, so we went flattened. to American Heritage, you know, that and that's gonna be a South welcome Florida. to the NFL um, so moment. To but he's gonna get him lot, back you with know, the win at the end.
1: Uh, we actually saw Saint Thomas play American Heritage in the Dolphins stadium. We saw both Bosa brothers play our sophomore year. Let me tell you, Joey and Nick are some were some scary boys in high school. They are terrifying in college. Absolute demons in the NFL. I'm sorry, Spencer. I am sorry, Spencer. I love Joey Burrow. I got him in the Dynasty League. I'm hype on him in the long term.
0: I'll yeah, get not fun gap, to see on the
1: other team. It's not going to be enough against the Chargers, man. Their defense is just scary, man. Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram coming off the edge. Like, it should be a nice game. I don't think Tyrod Taylor is bad. I've been hype on him since he was a backup on the Ravens. I wanted the Ravens to phase out Joe Flacco for Tyrod Taylor. Everyone said, no, no, no running offense. They ended up going Lamar Jackson. It would have been the same thing just a little earlier. Now, granted, nowhere near the same type of dynamic player, but same concept, and I'm sure that's my that's my deep theory of why Harbo eventually said, I'm down for Lamar. It's because he saw what Tyrod could have <laughs> nowhere. done Nowhere. He goes on the Bills. He's nice. And I think for the Chargers, he should be a nice bridge. I actually see him fighting off Justin Herbert for almost all, if not the entire year. I tell you, I think I'm just... And I see him beating Joe Burrow week one. Not to say Joey is going to have a bad week. He is the Tiger King and all. But I just don't see him winning that week one. It's that NFL rookie. His first pass ever officially is going to be an NFL pass. And it's just something I'm not trusting on. I would not bet on them. I could see that happening.
0: Bold pick. Uh, he throws a interception on the first NFL pass. Are you taking it? Not going to happen. Sorry. Bengals take this one. I think I'm just a little salty at Tyrod Taylor. That's all. I watched Hard Knocks the full season for the first time when the Browns were on it. And I was so hyped for Tyrod Taylor. I'm like, this man's going to show out. The Browns are going to be wild. And he just went and fucking sucked. So... so I'm just a little salty at him for that, but I just think watch though, I think Joey Burrows has a nice debut, not solid man, 300 yards, maybe one touchdown, uh, All and the they get the W there in a pretty low in a pretty low games. scoring game.
1: Good job, Keenan. I don't think he's right. playing. He's not playing, Spencer. That's why. That's why. As long as yep, Mike Williams doesn't Keenan catch Allen's a touchdown, because he's on my bench I
0: frankly, don't even know if he's playing. That's why he's on my bench. See, I'm pretty this smart. This is why he's 2-14. Th- That's why I'm pretty smart with this fantasy football advice. Bench Mike Williams if you got him. All right. We're, we're going to go through two more games here. Uh, first up, Tom Brady's debut with the Bucs against the Saints. I got to tell you, if there was ever going to be a high-scoring matchup, it's got to be this one. Um the over under right now is 49.5. I think points are scored in this game. The Saints do have a much improved defense, but if you look at the weapons on the off- on the offense of the Bucks, you got Mike Evans, you got Chris Godwin, you got Tom Brady, you got Leonard Fournette, you got Ronald Jones. There's really like nowhere you can go wrong here. Uh, so I think points will be scored and it'll be close. Uh, if I had to choose a side you I gotta honestly side with the bucks and the upset over the
1: Saints here once again uh, you've proven to me Spencer, I think they're gonna be a pretty thing, scary just team. A schmuck look first of all Brady <laughs> is obviously I would I would love to see Brady just go out there and just watch his first hey, ball hey go two watch yards <laughs> and we realize he has no more arm strength left the cannon is dead P- pitter patter splitter splatter but we all know he's going to ball out. It is going to be a high-scoring game. But you're telling that definitely Drew Brees is. <laughs> isn't going to try to outdo Tom Brady? All we've heard off-season is Tom Brady this, Tom Brady that, TB to TB, TB12 trademarked. All these little hype up little stories about Tom Brady is going to dominate. I think Drew Brees is like, hold up, hold up. This has been my house, my division forever. Okay. The only news we talked about Drew Brees this offseason was that little – where he, he fucked up with, uh, with the National with the national Anthem and the flag. And then he ended up having to apologize. That's it. Everything else but Tom Brady. He's going to come out there and try to remind the whole world of the league. This is my division. The AFC South is mine. Okay. He's going to come out there swinging. And dude, we talk about weapons. The Saints just re-signed Alvin Kamara. They've got Michael Thomas. Okay. They've got the Muppet himself. Okay. Taysom Hill. The, the Swiss Army knife of everything. They just signed Emmanuel Sanders, who gave hey, him the and picked up the plays. Man, <laughs> he's been balling since the Steelers, balled on the Broncos, balled on the Niners. You can bet your ass he's going to ball with the Saints. It's I, I, I can just see them beating them in the Superdome, man, like in front of New Orleans. What's up, my guys? Welcome back. I got to tell you.
0: I got to tell you, I don't think this is a blowout by any means. I think it's going to be a high-scoring, bold pretty close shootout. Uh, and you're his right, Tom Brady, drops. his cannon's gone, but he's going to pitter-patter, splitter-splatter all over the Saints today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's a pretty good bold prediction. You know, I'm not mad at that. I think it's very possible. I like the Saints. Taysom Hill is my boy. I, they've okay? Got okay, famous I just don't Jameson think they pull it out. I think Brady deputies, shows, shows up in this game, and the, and the Bucks show that they are a force to be reckoned with. All right, our last <laughs> famous Jameis, all the way. Uh, our last game we're gonna go for is the Dallas Cowboys at the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, and before we take this pick, just to let you guys know, we are gonna keep track of all of our picks and see just how much smarter I am than Fernando when it comes to football. Uh, so we'll have a running tab. We'll post it on our Twitter each week after the games, uh, just to show you who's boss. Um, that being said, I'm pretty low on the Rams this year. I think they're just kind of underwhelming. They've been underwhelming for the past year or two, and people have the Cowboys as a possible Super Bowl contender. Um, I'm not that high on the Cowboys either. They got a lot of weapons, but they somehow fall apart in the playoffs every year yeah, or the before the playoffs. Win this game, so man, I think the Cowboys win this first game, of all, but full I don't think they get I to have the Dak
1: Super Bowl. Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, and Mike Gallup in the league. Uh, yeah. Um, little dynasty it just shaked out that way. I don't like particularly getting a lot of players on the same team like that. Um, it has worked in the past. Jesus, <laughs> I, had the, I had all the Steelers of the year when they had Big Ben, um, Big Ben. I had D'Angelo Williams, Antonio Brown, and mortavius Bryant, and Jesse James, and their kicker. So I actually played Spencer that week, and I went from losing twenty to one hundred to winning one hundred and twenty to one hundred. Um, it just the Steelers actually just, they smacked the Colt. It's actually like the one time I beat Spencer, which is why I remember it. Lies.
0: <laughs> Lies. He's never beat me ever. But yeah,
1: <laughs> Dak is playing for that contract, man. There's no way he's not going <laughs> to One show time. In one time he's, he's in
0: league team. history.
1: He's Seven years. that Skip Bayless is an actual idiot and called him out for the depression. You know? He's not a leader, okay? Skip, this is, the, this is the top of the top. But yeah, Dak Kroski is going to go out there swinging. He's going to say, oh, I was sad. Now
0: I'm fucking Okay, mad. I mean, Skip Bayless is always an idiot.
1: <laughs>
0: if I know one thing, it's that Skip Bayless is pretty bad at his job. <laughs> he's definitely not, oh, yeah. not the smartest yeah, we actually, we guy. actually who, haven't finished <laughs> recording not this, the, Okay, I he's an idiot. That, I can't even the, put it uh, nicely. Skip Bayless Skip, is pretty um, dumb. They Terrible takes, almost yeah. always.
1: <laughs> they ever said I'm more qualified, so...
0: I'll take it. Yeah, I'm fine with that. You can ditch the pod, you can ditch the podcast. Uh, go go replace Skip Bayless. Somebody somebody needs to do it. All right, now we're we're done with game picks here. Sure. We, we agreed on a few, disagreed on a few. I'll be right most of the time, kind of. Um, but we're gonna move on to our last segment, which I'm super excited for. That's called House on the House. It's where me and Fernando take one bet each week, that we think is the best bet of the week. And if we win, then we take all of our winnings and we throw it on a bet next week. And we keep doubling our money. We keep piling it up, risking it all every week, and hoping to win big. Hopefully, I, hopefully hey, by week, eight, by week uh, 16 so, or 17, we're just starting if we haven't f- lost, we'll be rolling. To, you want to so,
1: 10, 15 so. on the first bet. All right. All right, so let's go 10 and 10. So look at that. It's $20. We're throwing on spread bets, you know, so it's not like it's uh, we're, anything we're crazy. We're going 10
0: on the but first, that first bet that's 20 start bucks start small we build win. it up we
1: throw all of that back on week 2 then everything back on week 3 man by week 16 17 we're looking really pretty cuz i think we are going to be sniping some bets this 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 time of the year you know for that first bet oh we'll be we'll be posting our bet slip on twitter um, i'll
0: tell you you you'll get the full honest the full honest experience with us cuz we'll be riding <laughs> <laughs> if you think if you think that you're anyway, well, wrong, if you think that well, there's a bet we should be well taking, too, we might trust ourselves. You, we might give you out. So please let us know on, on Twitter. We, we might need the like help. But for the one. first bet, Fernando, tell them what we got. ASC
1: East, because I think it's a division we all know pretty well here. Um, I'm voting. On, we're voting for the Buffalo Bills on that minus six, minus six and a half. Whatever you can take it. It's to beat the Jets by a touchdown in Buffalo. Josh Allen just got Stephon Dicks. They've got John Brown there. My dog, Smokey. I've loved him forever. Owned him every year in fantasy since he was on Arizona. There we got... No, so no. Here we have guy. it. We have Dude,
0: the Bills minus 6.5. We're risking 11 to win 10. And in 3, 2, All right, so throw another 11, one. and
1: I'll, then, I'll cash up you right now. Look at this idiot. Too late. We're risking eleven to win 11 ten. <laughs> no, dude, house on what the do house. You mean?
0: <laughs> All right, I'll keep I'll pocket that eleven dollars and we'll call it a day. All right, we'll throw it on the bills. All right, that's twenty bucks no, on the I don't the mind bills the bills, man. To win about twenty. Uh that's our first bet. To, to I hate the Bills, but the Jets are we, worse, so I, we're like, riding them. We're just and we look forward, ben, okay? we look forward to your picks terrible, next man, week man. to help us out. Sam
1: Darnold is just going to get rocked by that Bills defense. I have them in fantasy. They've got Milano. They've got Ed, Ed, Edmonds. They've got uh, Tradavius White to lock it down, man. Like It is a scary defense, and I think they're just going to mess the Jets up, and that offense is going to take <laughs> off. Just to win by a touchdown, man, AFC East games are usually by – Ten to fourteen points, anyways, if not a blowout. So I can just see the Bills smacking it. As long as they stay away from turnovers, they should have this one in the bag, and it should be a locker. Call it. Um, is it? Yeah, man. This lock this it in. is lock a it in. Tennessee. I'll tell you, you yeah, we're not just throwing around money here. These are educated locker guesses. Okay? <laughs>
0: Jake Locke, and with that, I think we got to close up the segment and actually close up our first episode. Uh, yeah, so just so you know, guys, we're not going to be perfect. We're going to make mistakes. We're both going to say pretty dumb things. That being said, it'll be fun, it'll be honest, and it'll be football and beer, and that's all you can really ask yeah, for on this first NFL fumble, Sunday open of you guys the season. Uh, so without anything else, I think we're done here, Fernando. Cheers to you. We'll see you all next week.